Digimon. Oh, Digimon. Digimon. You already know what time it is. Oh, this must be the Christmas edition. Felice Navi Dad. I quit. <laughs> Felice Navi Dad. It's time for America's Baby Sports Podcast. This never gets easier to listen to. America's <laughs> number one special. Boss. What? Oh, no. Ben McAdoo hairpiece. That's part of my cat. Hey, hey, listen, he was told, he, he flat out told ESPN he was fired. Like, who does he said, that? we'll see if my key card work when we get back. <laughs> who that's does that? That's what he said after the game against the Raiders. He said, we'll see if my, they asked if he, if he thinks he's going to be fired. He's like, well, we'll see if my key card works when I get back. Ben McAdoo. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer Ben McAdoo was once in the mafia because he was, he, you know what? He was a legit fall guy. He Mac- took that. Macadoodle? He took that on the chin. Let me not start Eli. Let, 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 the organization didn't want me to play Eli because they want to move forward as an organization, as a franchise, because they want to start looking at a young quarterback, a new guy, to come in and run the show because Eli is on his back end of his career. So when it doesn't go right with Geno Smith, you guys could fire me. I, I think you sh- I think everybody's just going a little too hard on Ben Macapoop. No, he sucks. Um, I think ben, we need to save this conversation for the NFL section. You guys are jumping way ahead and it's throwing my agenda off, and I don't appreciate it. Somebody's mad. He's correct. He's <laughs> elusively, <laughs> he's elusively correct. We need to go ahead and push this back. Buddha, you're let's, mad. So let's cover the bases first. First of all, how's everybody doing? Mm-hmm. We good? I just had a chocolate cake. Bump that bass. Uh, everybody listening? Bass. This is Buddha. I'm super nah. <laughs> I'm super duper nah. I wish you guys would just freaking say your name. To, to all our first time listeners, it's your boy Super Duper Nah. I'm just here to tell you, hell That's nah. what they're going to say when they listen to this podcast. <laughs> super duper nah. I'm good. Hey. I got to change my name on Twitter. It does sound like you're babysitting. I know. I, that's why I tell people I'm babysitting Wait, kids, bro. What is my Twitter name? Don't try this in public. Is is it, is my it, Tuesday it, nights is dedicated to babysitting. Is my Twitter handle still 20 grand, 20 grand shop? Yes. Okay. I'm, hey, it's your boy 20 grand shop. Oh hey, it's your boy. Magnolia Watts. Oh, why is your name Magnolia Watts? Because Was that because you're sitting in the Noia? No, actually, I don't tell people about that. Um, he doesn't even remember that. I don't, actually. I was a sleeper agent. Um, that's word on the street anyway. I don't know. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> what are we talking about right now? Where did exactly. he go with the story? Yo, no. are you actually back. about to tell the story? Yeah, or no? I'm, I'm okay, let's okay. I really, okay, never mind. Yeah, what'd that. you get Magnolia so, Watts from? When I, a good Batteries? frat brother of mine, who goes by the name of Andre Flores, said that, Andres Flores, excuse me, he said that, I was walking down like a, like an alley, mm-hmm. like it was in some dark alley. Were you, were you making your way downtown? Down, making my way downtown, walking around, something, something, I'm homeward. Those aren't the lyrics, but okay, continue. Listen, I don't really care. I don't, I don't really care. We're musically talented really people here. We I care about really lyrics. Care. I don't care. Anyway, we're not these so new age. So he said that I look like. Guys. He said I look like some kind of like brolic gang member. And he I was used like, the term brolic. Brolic. Should have fought him. 
And he out of nowhere said Magnolia Watts, and I was like, that's sticking. And I just changed the name from there. How many people call you Magnolia Watts? <laughs> since, it, since it sticks. You're a bad man. I mean, it's not sticking as far as that. I just meant sticks like I'm putting that as a name. A lot of people ask me about that, though. But I mean, Someone I should queue up this week. No At that part, someone, someone should queue up the Vince McMahon theme music when you said that. You know, sorry, sorry guys, I'm being no really, chance. I'm being really, uh, you know, shitty right now. Dictatious. Because Uh-oh. I just need to address something. I have to apologize to all of our listeners uh, in the podcast of Something happened last week when we were recording. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was brought to my attention. Pure gold. Um, apparently, when we were talking, um, my mouth had some sort of seizure, and well, okay, let me just, let me just play what happened. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's one of those situations, like, let's not get our superstar upset, you know, type situations that they're looking at, like, so, if, if, yeah, if we're, if him being gone, we're going to get rid of him. Yeah, because nobody goes to Milwaukee. (laughs) Okay. What? Okay. Sometimes when I get really hyped up and excited, I tend to just throw all these words together. Now, I have no idea listening back what I said in the moment, but what was crazy is that both of my fellow co-hosts seem to understand exactly what I said at the time. That's because we all speak Polish. It was... There you go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's like cursive. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So yeah, I do want to apologize if that has happened in the past. Uh, my bad. Sophisticated ignorance, right? Your curses and cursive. Ooh. So I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to work Is on that. Sean? In Kanye the future. West. But oh, yes, yeah. I mean you guys are just ignoring me while I'm trying to talk. That's no, fine. we didn't ignore you. That's fine. I was having an intimate moment with our, our your listeners. spiel. Yeah, your we, spiel was amazing you because um, it it was brought to my attention. Uh, uh, by a listener, Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. I got the Dylan is our number one listener. I got it pointed out by the Pie the Zetas. Oh, yeah, Zetas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say Zetas Zetas because I never gave a shout out. And that was definitely Annie that pointed that out. Yeah, yeah. And the way she pointed it out was hilarious to me. My first initial reaction was, Did you tell Buddha? Did you tell Buddha this? Show him. She this. sent me that, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I thought there was something wrong with her audio, so I went back and listened to it, and I was like, "Oh no!" It was amazingly funny. I I about died that day walking, like chucking. I wanted to throw my phone at the wall. It was that funny. You can't make that up. Well, good man. thing you didn't do that. Yeah, I needed it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, here we go. Wait, here we wait, go. wait, wait. Here it is. <laughs> See, I was gonna let you roll with this it, bro. Is the portion See, I let it roll. Me has to. It has something. to be noted that I let you roll. It has no, to wait, be noted wait. that I let you roll. No, no, no. We cannot let that roll. <laughs> We're gonna note it. Wait, wait. Don't chuck. <laughs> don't chuckling hard. Chuckling <laughs> makes you wanna chuck your phone. Or when something is when something is very funny to the to So what the, do you do to your phone when you're laughing hard? Nothing. It, it just simply goes in my pocket. Simply goes in my pocket. So you start laughing and just put it in your pocket? Yep, put it in my pocket. But if it's a chuckle, if it's a chuckle, <laughs> go to the wall. To the wall. Yes. 
Now that you guys mentioned it, I saw the picture now. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yo. It's like, oh, too bad that wasn't funny enough for me to laugh. Yo. That's crazy. <laughs> too bad I held a chuckle for that. He walked yeah. walk into the Apple store, another chuckle, another chuckle. <laughs> another chuckle. <laughs> a great oh, skit, by the way. You walk in. Pound it up. Yeah, you walk in. Another <laughs> chuckle. Another chuckle. <laughs> that's great. Oh, you can't make that up. Oh, no, you really can't. Oh, my goodness. See, that's why we can't let, we could not let that roll. Yeah, you're yeah. right. We could not. Yeah, I was okay with that one. I'll be, I'll be the sheep. Yeah, sacrifice that one. All right, y'all. So, hilarious. transitioning from that, let's go into... Uh, Wait, before we get what? to that, man. Um, cool, cool. Mother ever, <laughs> Uh, you gonna make me cuss, bro? Killing Try not to cuss. Killing, I, y'all gonna make me you cuss? You already cuss, bro. Man, I'm playing back. You already cuss. Your whole agenda right uh, now. Before we get into that, no, no, because I take the time before you go. I take the time to write out a nice agenda. I have points and 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 little dots. But you and, do that's bullet points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're lit. Yes. So I have a whole list. Now. Did you print it out? <clears throat> I have a hand. I took the time to hand write it, bro. It, it costs See more this? if you print it out. See this? No. No, because we're going to get to it. If you guys if you guys want to know or want to care how Buddha writes with a pen, he holds it like a Neanderthal. Does <laughs> <laughs> he really? No, I don't. <laughs> I believe it. I'm a lefty. I, my handwriting sucks. But He's a lefty and he curves is. the pen. So like I love it. I love what this is Make my hand look like a chicken wing? <laughs> That's you gotta see Buddha right picture. Which yeah, you, with the you, yeah. Listen, any lefties out there, you know when you were in school writing with the pencil, you ended up with your hand just covered in lead, because as you're writing, like your hand just goes across everything oh. you're writing, so it's just lead. So you, so you should, you were hoping to be, in the sense, you would rather be dyslexic to write backwards to not have the lead on your hand. What? Stop. Okay. What were you gonna say before we go on? What? What are we talking? What do you have to say? What do you have to say before we talk about NCAA? No, I was gonna ask you guys because I know um, uh, ZIS Sigmas had a Christmas party this weekend. Oh. Zeta Iota Sigma of the Mighty Five Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Right. Wi-Fi. You guys had a Christmas party this weekend. You know, I'm getting sick and tired of this. I'm off the show. I quit. And I was wondering, I had a conversation with uh, uh, Nails the other day, and I was asking, why doesn't the Zetas, Zetas, I'm sorry, Zetas do anything like that? Why don't they throw something that's very, like, soirees where people get they, they do. wavy? Oh, go they ahead. They do. Um, it's just that... Uh, Free promo. There's There's, like, a lot of graduate chapters well mm -hmm. alumni chapters of zeta phi beta in the west palm beach area i mean in the in the latin next within this 20 mile radius there's like six or seven so like each one of them kind of has their own thing it's so like a big zeta party well that that's that's for them to handle um as uh, the current director of education for the state of florida fraternity incorporated i do not comment on Zeta business, unless it's commented to me first. Um, however, the one reason, tell. the one reason, right? The one reason why we can do what we do is because we're the only ones in South Palm Beach, and because there's no like Pompano chapter or Deerfield chapter, or whatever. We serve as South Palm Beach and North Broward as Word. well. There's because, a day chapter. There's a day chapter. Oh yeah, there's um, that's Row Sigma. Row Sigma. Yeah, Row Sigma. They say roll with the row. Shout out to Rosetta. That's confusing. What? Listen, 
date stuff. You're Palm Beach. Roll with the roll. What does this mean, Buddha? Could you could you break this down? The roll with the roll. No. <laughs> Killed you. Apparently, it is Troll Tuesday. He took those. He, he, he took okay. the wings off your ego. Let's get back to the agenda now, please. Oh, oh, the agenda. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna start with the NCAA. Um, PNC. Double A. I thought you were just gonna go right by. The I was trying N-C-A-A. to. I really tried. C-A-A. The Enka. Enka and them. Dirty Diana by Michael Jackson is really still an awesome song. Enka. I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you admitted. Yeah, I think it's time. For real. Enka. I'm so. Serious. Hey, would you freak out? We had an intervention. Would you cry? I would I would slap the softest person there. <laughs> the softest person. I mean, this is the softest then, person there. And then chuck your phone. Then <laughs> chuck your phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then walk into the Apple Store. Another another slap. <laughs> another slap. Slap another soft one. Okay. Pause. Whoa. 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 Oh my you gosh. did what? <laughs> Yo, what? that's my bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what? I don't my, even know if I want to repeat that. Insane. Okay, what? so back to the NCAA. <coughs> All right. What? You snapped hard. Yo, that's my fault. Um, <laughs> that's normally my thing. You just did that. I know, bro. I don't know. I don't know what. He <laughs> blurred it out, and then he realized what he said. He was like, whoa. No, he said it. That's one of the that's one of the moments where you you, you wish oh. that the your mumble stick was on. Nah, bro. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You, when trolling goes wrong. Oh goodness. How did troll go wrong? He said it. You repeated what he was. We've what done, he said. All I said was pause. We've done a full fourteen. Oh, you repeated what he said. No, I didn't even repeat what he said. He said it. I just said pause. No, 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 no. no. Wait, wait, hold on, wait. What, oh. what did I say? You said. <laughs> Oh, actually, I did say you it. did yeah, say it. I yeah. said, I said he slapped. Yeah, I said I, slapped I, another soft one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's my bad. This crazy. <laughs> you sir. This is crazy. All right, so NCAA they announced the uh, the top four teams that'll be going to the the playoffs. Ah, bug. Um, we got Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, Alabama. All balls. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, Wisconsin couldn't, you know, win that last game to to stay in it. That would have been so cool to see new teams in it. Yeah. Sweet. And so they decided to give Alabama that last spot instead of Ohio State. And I know some people are upset about that, but that's what it is. Um, I'm personally pulling for Georgia to win this whole thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys. I wouldn't understand why people would want Ohio State to be in it this year when last year they pretty much robbed Penn State when Ohio State didn't win the Big Ten Championship. Penn State did, but Ohio State got the bid and got waxed. Waxed. So you want to win the Big Ten Championship this year, get in to get waxed. Yeah, they, they would have got waxed. Yeah, they, they're not built for it. This is no shade to... to uh, any of the uh, fans of that team, and I, and I say that team because I'm not a fan of them. 
Uh, Nels. Uh, oh, who you guys? Who you guys rolling with in the playoffs? I'm rolling with the row. Um, oh, <laughs> shout out, hey. that was a chuckle. Check your phone. Hey, hey. damn it! Shout out. Did you actually throw your phone? Sorry, I thought was, he told me to. Man, if we had some cameras in here and put put these things on YouTube, boy, these are some hits. So I I actually. I want Clemson, I mean, no, I'm tripping. I want Georgia, I would like for Georgia to win. Okay. However, my pick is Clemson. Gotcha. B? You said, so it's... I want Georgia to win. It's Oklahoma versus Clemson? No, it's Oklahoma versus Georgia. Oklahoma versus Georgia. And Clemson versus Clemson Alabama. Versus Alabama. That's why I think Clemson's going to win because Clemson's going to beat Alabama. Yeah, I think And Clemson, then once I, they beat Alabama, I mean, you're you're on this high. I, I, think, I don't see any team in America beating them after that. I think honestly Clemson takes it again because this time around their defense is really They they made another they they literally followed the recipe that Alabama has except they did it a little differently. They have an offense. Not even that. It's they're not focused on the running back and ball control. Mm-hmm. They're focused on spreading the ball out with the wide receivers and using their weapons. Wide receiver, you. So what they do? Don't you dare call it. Don't do. you dare call that place that. What? Where? What? What else? What other school would we call wide receiver you right now? Wide receiver you. I haven't. I can't call Clemson that because they had what. You can't tell me a back-to-back receiving core that they have. Uh, Guys, every year, go ahead. I'll wait. Well, they've they've had like haven't they had like consistent wide receivers get drafted though? Like not, from not, Watkins to not to year, Hopkins not to, to Bryant. To, in, to, in my opinion, this is not strictly my opinion. In order to garnish the term, the quote unquote position by you, it has to be consecutively. Clemson hasn't been consecutively. Wide receivers in the first. I can't agree with that. I feel like if you This is my opinion, you can't agree. You can. And I I agree to disagree. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with your point. Indeed. I understand it and I respect it. I just feel like if in ten years span, not even a ten year span, if a six to eight year span you've got three or four first rounders, and I mean they're they're balling right now, and you have other guys who are kind of filling in, you know what I mean? Like whether they are key to their team's success. Or and then when I mean key to the team's success, let me take it a little deeper because I'm not necessarily just meaning oh they're starting and playing. Like if they're key in practice or if they made it from the practice squad and now they're traveling with the team and it's strictly just because of things that they got at Clemson, you know, and and I think those things do matter. The fact that Dabo Sweeney was a wide receiver, I think those things matter. I forget who it was that was at Miami at the time, like they was letting all these running backs out. I mean, Edron James, Najee Davenport, Clinton Portis, Willis McGahee, Frank Gore. It's still turning them out, too. That's, that's when I've been lying. Mark, Mark Walton. You'll but, see it. but you still can't call it. Well, at this point, you can't call it running back university. Oh, Miami? Mm-mm. It never fell off, though. Who, the, who have they had that's played? You, you, Miller time. You forgot about that. Who else? Um, Duke Johnson. You forgot about that? Duke Johnson. Is that consecutively? Yes, it's not because Duke, Duke was right after Miller, right the year after. He he was it, it was his that was it was his turn to run the uh, hold the torch. Okay, so and, in that case, then Clemson would be wide receiver. You, um, if I check, I'm gonna check the stats for you. Running back by committee, 
Uh, but I'm pretty sure that Miami, you can call them the running back U because they've always had that. I mean, it's been so bad at Miami that guys necessarily can't stay to their senior year. They would stay to their junior year because there's someone behind them or that's next in line. Because look at Mark Walton's getting ready to go and second team all conference, all ACC is Travis Homer at the running back position who took over midway for Mark Walton. He made all conference. I get what you're saying, but and but Mark um, Travis Homer is going to have to leave next year because uh, Cam and uh, Lingard, these are two incoming get, guys I, from high school. They're I gonna... get your point. <clears throat> now, if you want to go off of my definition, then yes, Miami would be considered running back you, but off of your definition. I don't know if I can call Miami running back you. It hasn't been consecutive. Now, if you want to talk about guys holding the torch, that's fine. Now, Sammy Watkins and, I mean, Sammy Watkins and DeAndre Hopkins, they played together. They were yeah. teammates in 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. And then Hopkins had his time, and then Bryant had his time. Montavious Bryant. Montavious Bryant wasn't by himself. He was with that crew, if I'm correct. And he had his year but after was, them. See what I'm saying? They were, they were all together. Okay, but they still had their time. They didn't. Marta- I mean, if I'm correct, also Martavius Bryant left the year the same year as Sammy Watkins. And you forget about Mike Williams. Mike Williams was nasty. Mike Williams but was he hurt nasty. Himself. But he after hurt Martavius himself. Bryant and, and Sammy, them who was there? Because it wasn't Mike Williams. With Martavius Bryant. After Martavius Bryant, those guys and um, Sammy. Isn't he still there? Martavius Bryant. No, I'm saying the guy who was with Martavius Bryant. No, that it was. After Martavis Bryant was, uh, Clemson had his time. <coughs> hmm. What year was that he got out? What, what year is Martavis Bryant in, in the league? What year is 2014. That? So. 2014? So it's yeah. his fourth year or third year? Mm-hmm. Mike Williams, he just left, correct? I believe he did. Let's take a look. But, um... Yeah, I just, back to the previous point that I was making, I just feel like Clemson has pretty much reinvented the wheel of what Alabama has done. Great recruitment, bomb behind facilities. They get you with their facilities. I I will tell you that much. I don't know if you've ever seen Clemson's facilities. Their facilities is top notch. Mm -hmm. And then to make matters worse, like, you know, they they have like a full... Barbershop staff, like the school, pays their barbershop staff to be inside of the athletic facilities. And that's amazing. Like listeners and the both of you guys together, just go on YouTube when you have like a five minutes to spare and just look up Clemson's facilities and ask yourself if you was a recruit and you was to go on that campus and they showing you all this stuff, if you wouldn't at least consider going to Clemson before before the field before the ACC championships before <laughs> right. any of that because on top of that you got to realize Dabo Sweeney's putting a chip on these guys shoulder because they're still writing Clemson off it's still so like you're just making it easy for them on top of the fact that they're an ACC school I can't remember the last time an ACC school was respected since the late 90s 
You know, so you're just giving them endless chips on shoulders. Like, yeah, there's just ridiculous amount of clout and stuff. So, yeah. Did Ooh. you say who you were calling for? <laughs> no, I'm, I, I said Clemson because okay. their their defensive their defensive line. From what you take away, is from that who that, you're pulling for, or who you think's gonna win it? That's who I'm pulling for because, okay. uh, to be honest with you. If Miami's gonna lose, why not lose to the national champ? You know, oh, I'm there just you go. Okay, my okay. Eyes. Just, just my bad. <laughs> I, I feel you. Oops, listen as I let the cat out the bag. <laughs> Sammy Watkins was with them too. Mm-hmm. And you probably think about TJ Green. No, but listen, look at listen to this though. Oh, Martavis Bryant and Sammy Watkins came in the same draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's lit. But listen, listen to this. You it's, still don't think they're wide receiver university? Listen to this. Edrin James, and then it goes uh, James Jackson, who did his thing. He was drafted in the third round of the 2001 draft. Then Clinton Portis, Najee Davenport, Willis McGahee, Frank Gore, Jared Payton, the late Cam, great Walter Payton. Can't put Jared Payton on there, I'm sorry. He did his thing, but okay, we'll go. We, we'll, but, he, but he did his thing over there. Uh, Jarvis James, who was the cousin of Edrin James. Then Damian Berry, uh, Greg Cooper, Lamar Miller, Mike James. Lamar who, Miller's on there. Yeah, Mike Duke, James potentially. Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson is getting his bearings as of now. Yeah. Yeah. Then then this <laughs> pat, this. off of my definition, I will give that to them. They do have running backs. You know, off of your definition, it's not consecutive years. There is a two to three year dropout. I, I, and, and that's why I, I didn't say that if if I did say that they were, that they were the running back, you then I, I was I missed that. Now. Who I can, and I feel like this is very valid that anybody and everybody would give this to, DBU, only one team could stand up top. LSU. Yeah. Year in and year yeah. out, LSU. LSU, LSU snaps. I could, I, I, I could think off the top of my head, dating backwards, of some formidable names that were back-to-back-to-back guys. Like when Honey Badger left, remember before Honey Badger, it was the, what's the cornerback that played at the Cowboys? Um, He's at... Uh, Philly now is that Philly? You talking about? Um, God, he stays getting hurt. Big corner. Oh <laughs> man, six two guy. Uh, he was real good at real good at LSU. I can't think of his name. Couldn't 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 stay healthy at all in Dallas, and that was his biggest uh, problem. But he was a flat out like specimen as a cornerback. Uh, Patrick is it, not Patrick, uh, but Patrick Peterson's LSU guy. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Pat Pete was before Honey Badger? Not Morris Claiborne. Yeah, Morris Claiborne. Morris Claiborne? Yeah, Morris yeah. Claiborne. Eric Reed. Eric Reed, Honey Badger, Pat Pete. Um, you got the dude from the Jets now, who I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah, he balling. This past year. Mm-hmm. Um, you got um, Jackson, who's there now, who's the fastest uh, at skill position player in college football because he also runs track in the 60 meter. Um LSU was just prone to churn out, not not even quality, really top tier talent DBs. <clears throat> These cats could play ball. That's where they all go too. They all go there because they know they're gonna flourish. That's that's really DBU. You can't like I know I I've been hearing rumbles like Florida Gators say they're DBU, but you can't. No one could take that away from LSU. It doesn't matter who's coaching over there. They still get those DBs that could cover man to man with the best of them. Easy, every forget, play. Forget anything. What LSU could do, they could put man coverage every down, eyes closed. Oh, shout out to LSU. One time for LSU. <clears throat> Word. Um, 
So, something that needs to be discussed. What's this? They announced the Heisman finalists. Oh, yeah. And... I hope nobody got their hopes up. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to ask for your guys' guidance here. Um, so, the three finalists are Baker Mayfield, um, Lamar Jackson, and Bryce Love. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, that's three people. Mm-hmm. No, Shaq Barkley, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, to me. What I'm wondering... Why are there only three this year when there were five last year? Great question. Because, <coughs> because as far as the vote is concerned, <coughs> was it sorry. not was it not close enough to where they? I don't think enough? it. I don't think it was close enough. And then you got to think about like first and foremost, and and I'm before I even look it up to see if I'm right. Me, from my perspective, I'm looking at what makes a Heisman, and. I'm looking at it from pure stats, mm-hmm. importance to team, and wins. Winning, yeah, wins. Wins matter. So in the award that is deemed for the let's, best player. Wait. In so wait. What was football. what was Louisville's record? So wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm okay. about, I'm about, oh, I'm about oh, to explain. Right, right. You, you so we have, right. So we have so we have Bryce Love, um, Jackson. Mm-hmm. We have um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Now, you take Bryce Love out the list. Remember, the four that they were talking about, if I'm not mistaken, was Jackson, mm-hmm. Mayfield, Darnold, Barkley, and a fifth that was kind of just laying around JT. was... Uh, was it, it JT Barrett? It was JT. I thought it was... Um, you know, on. the committee kept his name on this as long as they can. Josh Rosen. Wasn't Josh Rosen one of the names too? It was flip flop. Josh Rosen and JT. <clears throat> so I'm gonna explain all of them to you. Who? Because remember, you I know who got. You him. know who was ahead of Sha- um, Shaquan Barkley? What's the name of the uh, running back from San Diego State? That's not Humphrey. Running with Humphrey. It is Humphrey. Humphrey. Now here's the reason why Humphrey got put ahead of Shaq Barkley. Humphrey got put ahead of Shaq, Shaq Barkley because of Shaq Barkley, and I'll, I'll explain how. <clears throat> when. You're and all another thing. I forgot another um, criteria. The position or positions that you play. Um, what's the name of a buddy from Michigan who who's in the league now? He almost won the Heisman. Um, the Q. Yeah. What's wow. his name? Plays for the Cleveland. Jabril Peppers? Yeah. Jabril Peppers plays for the Cleveland Browns? Yes. Yikes. Jabril Peppers, what put him on wasn't just his play on the field. He played like four different positions. Yeah, he played everywhere. He played everywhere. So that really saved him because no matter what, the good thing about playing is is a double-edged sword. When you do multiple positions, if you're finding a way to impact the game, you're fine. So, okay, Jabril Peppers might not have an interception, but he might have five tackles, a sack, and two tackles for loss. Right. That's a big game if he's playing from the linebacker position gotcha, or, gotcha. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or he might not get any tackles at all, but he might have three pass deflections and a pick. Now it's like, okay, so he played on the back end today. Okay, big game. Shaquan Barkley is one of, well, he's the running attack. He is one of your main receivers. He returns punts and kickoffs. And you're winning. And we can unequivocally say that those wins definitely attributed to 
Barkley. They started losing. What they lose? Like two games, three games? Mm-hmm. Unequivocally, because of Shaq Barkley. You cannot play or do four different things out on the field and only give me 100 to 150 yards of total offense. That means you're touching the ball 35 to 40 times a game and you're giving me 150 yards and a touchdown? Why am I giving you the ball so much? And I was telling B this the other day, I think that, that theory alone is why quarterbacks usually win. And why running backs usually win. Wide receivers, it's a little difficult. Wide receivers do not win the Heisman off strictly being wide receivers. Yeah, it return, doesn't happen. Your return, you return. Yep. Desmond Howard. Um, and Tim Peter, Brown. Peter Ward win it? Peter Ward did not win it that year, but they was definitely pushing for it. And he was returning everything. He, was, he played every position. But then again, what they were saying was, you got Chris Winkie that was out here just feeding everybody so they're saying he was a product of that offense and winky getting in the ball i disagree i feel like winky was a product of the fact that peter work was so nasty but that's another story for another day you well quarterbacks touch the ball 30 to 40 times a game baker mayfield touches the ball 30 to 40 times a game and he's always in chaos because and this is why I feel this is where I feel like Oklahoma might low key get exposed. Oklahoma's about to see a pretty top notch defense. Who did they play again? Georgia. Oh Georgia, Georgia. Georgia they're, they're 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 seeing, got they're seeing, fat fat defensive line. They're seeing they're seeing a pretty decent defensive line. Oklahoma's linemen aren't necessarily the best blockers Mm-mm. in the world. They block well enough for him to kind of figure out what he's doing in the chaos and let the ball if go. There, if there's a weak point in the Oklahoma team, it, it is the offensive line. The offensive line. line. Like, and, it, to and, be honest, it's, it's up front, period, on yeah, both sides Georgia, of the ball. Georgia is gonna, I think Georgia's going to expose that. Now, with that being said, that is why Shaq Barkley is gone. Josh Rosen fell off a long time ago. We don't even need to get into that. Even off topic <laughs> with Josh Rosen, they still got this man... As like one of the top quarterbacks for the NFL it's, draft. It's hype. It's rep too. That's I think that's thing. trash. Live His up, team suck. Live up to your hype because Sam Darnold definitely did not live up to his hype. They still mm-hmm. hype him up. He's still in the hype machine, but he that's he the, did not do what he was he, supposed to do. That's media because he's not. He really isn't that nice. UFC I, quarterback is really not that nice. Who am I missing off that list? I covered everybody, right? Barkley, Rose, JT Barrett, JT Barrett. That's the committee keeping that guy on there because that guy can't throw the football. I'm going to say this. And this is just based off what I see, and you can agree or disagree. I feel like... Chicken tonight? I do, actually. I might eat some a little later. Uh, JT Barrett, when he is focused... I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say, oh, he has the potential to be a great quarterback. I will not say that. However, when he is focused and he's supposed to do his task at hand, he plays a really, he does a really good job for his role in that offense. JT Barrett and Jalen Hurts are like the same people to me. They are not ideal quarterbacks. They're pretty much wildcat type quarterbacks who, if you take away them, their throwing options, they're pretty much... Guys getting a direct snap and just running the ball because primarily that's what they do. 
If you think about Alabama, Alabama and Ohio State. In that Big Ten championship game, he didn't really run as much because he was hurt. Because he was hurt. He Only threw, because he was hurt. He threw the ball pretty well. When the, but I think, but when I the think, backup when the backup got in, they didn't change the game plan. It's relatively the same game plan. And look what they did with him. He's a six five kid with a huge arm who could throw the ball very well. It made him run. Yeah, I mean I understand that. But I, I, I still feel like you have two JT Barrett's. You have the guy who can give you a six touchdown game, 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing, and you got the one that's going to give you 200 yards passing, but he's going to go like 15 for 32, and you're like, wait, what? Right? But that, and, that, and that's where I feel like he hurt himself. He had, You can't have three or four 15 for 32 games and think you're going to be a Heisman candidate. That's not going to happen. Yes, it is. If you got the hype machine behind you. They don't care. The I mean, is to keep putting those this, guys this, in it didn't happen this year. Darnold or Rosen didn't get in. Or Shaq Markley. Now, the ones who are in, Lamar Jackson statistically did just as good and arguably better than he did last year. Mm-hmm. As a passer this year. As, as a, a passer. passer. But what's wrong no is, now he doesn't have any wins. But you cannot blame that on Lamar. Right, like their offense didn't sputter, they lost against Clemson, and that's really one of the few games where you can say, okay, the offense didn't put up any points. But remember, last year they're going to go by last year's numbers. Last year, we got the pretty much the game of the year regular season from Lamar Jackson against Clemson, where it came down to his receiver, and that's the only reason why he didn't win that game. That's what they're going to say, and that's the reason why Lamar Jackson will not. I repeat, will not win. He's Heisman. not winning the Heisman this year. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty obvious that Baker Mayfield's winning. Yeah, yeah. Thing. You see, and because that's crazy. This year, just, you can tell the machine is already behind Baker Mayfield enough, <laughs> even with his off the field issues. Crazy, that, crazy <laughs> as that may sound, because I guarantee you the committee would be very different to Johnny Manziel had Johnny Manziel been this Johnny Manziel that he is now. They would probably rule out his off the field issues. As a reason why well, he, he had he win. had off the he had off the field issues when he won the Heisman, and so did Jameis Winston. So I, I got to point that out there and put that fairly. I don't think the Heisman necessarily per se puts too much emphasis on off the field issues because you got to look at some of their alumni. I think, but so, I'm but I'm saying I think now, now they will be a little more a little more strict on something like that. But I understand. It's, it's going to, if, if you don't know by now, it's going to Baker Mayfield. Don't be surprised when they call Baker Mayfield. Right. Just Lamar, another Oklahoma yeah. quarterback winning the Heisman. Lamar Jackson last year completed 56% of his passes, threw for 30 touchdowns and nine interceptions. That's passing. Um, he, this year, improved to 60% passing, 3,489 yards passing. And 25 touchdowns to six interceptions. Um, rushing, last year he rushed for 1,571 yards and 21 touchdowns. This year, less carries, more yards, but 1,443 yards and 17 touchdowns. Now, what I'm going to say about this, Lamar Jackson is he's a lot more efficient. He's smarter. Um, his numbers to me this year are better. It's, Efficiency it, is key to me. I think he goes to the league next year. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you can't stick around for that Louisville team. It's just, yeah. it, it only gets worse from here. It's not going right. to get better. Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta people got to see exactly what he's been doing with this team. 
Um, so yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. You gotta look. That'd be sweet. <coughs> you gotta look if at it. Jacksonville is listening. Anybody in the G, in the office Yo, of Jacksonville, you want to win games. But more importantly, if you want to look at it from a business standpoint, you want to put butts in seats. Or you want to get those jerseys off the racks? Jacksonville would become my second favorite team. You get that number seven jersey and you have Jackson on the back and you're welcome. Because <sighs> you remember, Jacksonville. I, I don't know, we're skipping ahead to the NFL. Jacksonville. Because it would be Jackson Hyphenville. Ooh. Ooh. That's uh, a great song. He's on to something. But, yeah. <laughs> but remember, a couple, Start the hype train. Remember, Let's go. Yeah, get this hashtag going already. Remember Jacksonville a couple of years back messed this up when they could have drafted a young guy from the area, Tim Tebow. You could have, you could have easily uh, got money, a, a ton of money into your uh, franchise by drafting Tim Tebow. Because all these other teams that I've seen that are looking for a quarterback, they're looking at your Baker Mayfields, your Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, what's Lamar, the Lamar what's the what, be available? No, no, yeah, that's what Josh I'm saying. Rosen? Yeah, they, him they, too. They, they yeah. overlook Lamar though. They, they, you know, they, oh, that they, he would fall right into Jacksonville's lap. Yeah, <laughs> they're talking about like yeah, like what you saying? The, the Sam Donald, the uh, Rosen, the Wyoming quarterback. Like we're really talking about Wyoming now. They're gonna talk about Wyoming because of Wentz. Wyoming. Mm. Wentz is from North Dakota. Wyoming. So <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you these numbers. Louisville put up their offense these games. And I'm going to tell you how much they put up in losses. 35. The ESPN app. 47. 21. 42. 55. 39. 42. 32. 38. 56. 44. In the losses, they put up 32 points. 42 points. 21 points. Louisville? Yes. Oh. They put up 42 points and a loss? To Boston College. And they were up on Yo. that one. They were up on that one. That's, That's insane. The defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lamar doing... I see what you're saying. No, I see... I, I, I understand what you're thing. saying. So, Bryce Love, he might just be a running back. Doesn't necessarily always catch the ball out the backfield. But the reason why you got to put him in a finalist is because... You know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And you can't stop him. We know what he's going to do. He's going off tackle or he's going in between that guard and that tackle. And then, and then he's going to fizzle out the league. I think, I, think, I think if he can catch out of the backfield, he'll be fine. You remember? I the, just don't know if do he you, can catch out do of the you backfield. Re- do you remember the last Stanford running back who was in this prime position and what he do to the NFL? You don't remember that guy? Who? I'm going to tell you that guy. It was a white boy running back named Toby Gerhardt. We can't compare Toby Gerhardt to... I, I'm, not, I'm not saying nothing. I'm, I'm comparing Stanford running back in the Heisman scenario got to the NFL and yeah. fizzled. Yeah, that's true. Toby Gerhardt wait, got drafted by it, Jacksonville. Um, oh, wait, guys. where did uh, where did Christian McCaffrey go? Carolina. And he's playing well. Stanford, no, no, I'm saying, Stanford. but he went to Stanford. He's going to yeah. Stanford. He's oh, fine. okay. Yeah, but yeah. He, was, he was in a Heisman situation, too, but he's not fizzling out, per se. But that's because he can catch out the yeah. backfield. That's pre- what I'm saying. If but he, he can catch out of the backfield, McCaffrey was pre- is pretty much a, a slot receiver in the running back. Essentially, slot, yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is why he's dynamic. He, yeah, this is true. He runs the ball well, though. 
I yeah. will I will give him that. He but he catches the ball, the ball better than running backs. He runs the ball, yes. He, he, he catches sure like does. a receiver. He sure does. He's he's nice. The he kid, really is. The kid is nice. He really is. So that's why I'm saying. Great pickup, Carolina. If Bryce Love, yeah. If Bryce Love can pick, I mean, if Bryce Love can catch the ball out of the backfield, yeah. a good pick. Now, if you think about it, the 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 this age NFL running back, if you can't catch out the backfield. You don't you have, have that to, job yeah, for you, long. You have to be able yeah. to catch out the backfield. Baker Mayfield now. Baker Mayfield is on the hype machine for all of the reasons you don't want to be a hype machine. He is a... Edgy. He is a... Edgy leader. He's like a throwback almost. Because he low-key falls in line with the Brett Favre types. More mm-hmm. or less. My arm can get the ball there. My arm will get the ball there. I can run... But I don't want to run because ball travels faster than feet. Uh, shout out to Kid. Hey, shout out to Kid. But listen, you're gonna find something that the NFL is gonna want to find out. Can Bacon Mayfield take an NFL type hit? Those Georgia boys are built NFL ready. They're gonna get their we hands on that out. young boy, and we're gonna find we're, out if he's we durable. We're gonna find out because he's not six five, two sixty. No, 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 no. So those how big, big boys. How, how, what's his size? How, how I think tall? they got. I, I think they got him listed at six one. We know he ain't six one. He's like six foot five eleven. Yeah, he drew Brees all over again. No, yeah, but he releases the ball way higher than Drew Brees, which is why he can get it over the lineman. I mean, he throws the ball like this. Well, it don't matter. The the bulldogs coming. Um, what I'll say, what I'll say about Baker Mayfield is, is that his window for the NFL is is pretty small. I don't think a lot of people expect him to really take off in the league like that, but only time will tell. You know what though? Um, I can't. I can't agree with that because in this league now, the quarterback position has been redefined a lot in recent years because they go from this guy should be the guy right now, start him, and he cans, so then they get rid of him, a la Geno Smith, and now they go back to this is the guy we're gonna sit him. And then we play him, Aaron Rodgers, and then he balls. This is the guy. We're going to sit him. Oh, now we want to play him. He tanks. Okay, now we're going to sit him again. Now we play him. Golf. Yeah. See, you know, but this is... They don't know what they're doing with these this quarterbacks. Is, this is, I don't think that's what it is at all. I think what it boils down to... Because golf stunk it up when he played last year. Correct. He but was trash. I think a lot of that too was the the coach and the offensive but we coordinator. Need, but, they didn't put him in any good position. Right, but yeah. it's not even. But he, was, not even, but he was feces. No, yeah, yeah. It's he not he even well. good positions, guys. The quarterbacks that are successful right now, they're doing one thing that should have been done a long time ago. See, these quarterbacks before 2010 could thrive in the league because colleges were doing a lot of pro-style stuff. So when you transition from college to the league, most of the language, the vernacular, some of that stuff is pretty similar. What's happening now is, is, is the, it's the reverse. Before you had colleges doing what the pros were doing to get their players set up for the pros. Now... Pros are doing their offense according to what the quarterback has been doing because it shows that it leads to quicker success. I think you had this. This started with Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. This started with RG three. Those two guys, they literally revamped the whole offense. What do you think Dallas is doing with Dak? That's but that's what I was about to say. I'm get, I'm getting to that. 
you had Kaepernick who was in the pistol, and you had RG3 that was in the read option. After those guys left, they, those coaches Cam went Newton. back to those offenses again. Cam Newton's been doing the same thing since Blinn College. Not Auburn. People think, oh, Auburn didn't. No, 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 no. Gus Malzahn was not doing that until Cam got there. Well, he won the I, championship correct. in Juco. And, and, and they saw what he was doing in Blinn, and they were like, okay, he's doing something in between the shotgun and the pistol, and we'll call it the three quarters, if you will, because he's deep enough to where he can get the ball and still press time, however, close enough to where the running back doesn't have to line up behind, the running back kind of lines up like to the side or right in front, so it's easy just and go. <clears throat> he just take the ball off. And then on top of that, nowadays what they're doing, which is brilliant in Carolina, they're using the running back as a lead blocker, which to me is... Amazing. So in layman's term, a lot of these NFL coaches and offensive coordinators have been adapting to their what, quarterbacks. Yeah, which to be honest with you, they should have been doing that a long time yeah, ago. And that's that's what I was saying. They, it's, but this is remember what I said last episode that the NFL is for our granddads. These are a lot of a lot of old heads who don't want to make the change and transition to. If you really want to win, just switch it up. That's it. So, but no, they're they're like I'm stuck in my ways. If he can't do what I want him to do, he's not my guy. So, exactly. And and the thing is that Cam Newton's been doing it. Dak Prescott, they added some Mississippi State elements. I'm sure they're, they're calling their coaches in college and saying, tell me some of your plays if you don't mind. And then you have, <clears throat> right now, Jared Goff. A lot of that spread stuff. They run a lot of spread. They get Todd Gurley. options. They get Todd Gurley out there. And the beauty of it all is Todd Gurley did some of those plays similar to when he was in college. You, you think about Pittsburgh Steelers moving Le'Veon usually as a receiver. Le'Veon what he Bell. was doing at Michigan State. Right, but you, you think about stuff like that. like That's college football stuff. The teams who are doing the college-relatable things in the NFL are the teams that are successful. Take a look at it. You tell me. They, they redid the offense for Carson Wentz. They do a lot of North Dakota State stuff. I mean, they're literally, he's literally saying, it's a play that I did at North Dakota right. State. And it's working. And I'll take it even further. To me, a good idea of redoing the playbook according to what your quarterback can do. The earliest example I can think of, even though I just brought up Kaepernick and, and, uh, and um, RG3, they changed the offense like that for Tom Brady. In the beginning. Because Tom Brady definitely wasn't a shotgun guy the off the rip. The first time mm-hmm. the first time I ever seen an NFL where I have actually seen an NFL actually switching the entire offense for a quarterback was when uh, my Cowboys switched for when we drafted Quincy Carter from Georgia. We were legitimately running the option, the triple option with him at quarterback in the NFL. It was the craziest thing I ever seen. It was flat out the triple, triple option. option at NFL. Yeah, and I couldn't understand like, wow, this was really working out here. But wow. then eventually teams would pick up on it, and then it didn't work as much. But that's just that quarterback position. I hope that Jacksonville does make the move. And- Baker Mayfield's gonna win that. Yeah, easily. And Clemson is well. I want Georgia to win, but Clemson's gonna win the national championship. Who you got? I got I got Clemson also. Who you got? GA. 
You got Georgia? Yeah. I want Georgia to win, if that means anything. I really do want Georgia to win. A new SEC <laughs> power? That'd be cool. It would be awesome. It's just that as I, as I stack up Georgia against Clemson, I feel like if Georgia plays Alabama, that's the dream scenario for any college football fan. Because now everybody can shut up. I think... I everybody think can shut it, up. Because if they play each other and Georgia kills Alabama, then what? I, but I think that's what the committee... The committee wants... Two SEC teams in the title game. SEC? SEC. The committee wants two SEC teams in the title game. It's money. Where is the, where is the championship game at? In the, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia? Can you imagine that? Alabama versus Georgia in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Oh, all the strippers would be out. Bro. That's lit. Is it there, though? I don't know if it's there. Let's It'd be dope if they won one back to back Heisman, though. It'd be yeah. very dope. But sorry, the city. Ain't happening. <laughs> sorry, sorry, the city of Pompanova. It ain't happening. A lot of people think that. Uh, I see a lot of people casting their votes on Twitter. You guys ain't got no votes. Mm-mm. Nah, not today, fam. Uh, like, I don't know if they ain't tell you guys, but no votes, man. No votes, man. No votes at all. Um. All right. Now. B, do you want to talk about coaches now or do you want to save it for next week? Because I don't know if we have much to talk about next week. I, I'm going to skim through it real quick because the coaching carousel is something that I, okay. I think is important. For sure. But anyway, I'm not going to be too long. Go for it. I don't know if anybody uh, – well, you guys should hear about Willie Taggart, Oregon um, Ducks head they coach. Um, he took the position at um, Florida State. He's – just to get a quick background, he's from Bradenton, Florida. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty much like him essentially coming, coming back home. home. Yeah. Um, on, on his staff uh, is the former head coach from USF. He's his defensive coordinator. Um, also on his offensive line was Mario Cristobal, the former head coach of FIU and former uh, uh, college football player at the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. So pretty much in a nutshell, Dan Mullen goes to Florida and you got Tiger and his bunch coming to Florida State. So the state of Florida is about to put up that wall, what they that proverbial your wall that they had in the early two thousands, where Florida kids stayed in Florida. They didn't go out of state. They didn't have to. So this Alabama coming taking kids and stuff like that, it's gonna be very hard because Florida, well, especially with the resurgence of UM, right, USF, UCF, like. FAU, all these options now. These the schools in Florida are really good and really fun to be at. And speaking of UCF, uh, the Josh Heupel, we talk about Oklahoma quarterbacks. Josh Heupel just got the head job. Heupel, where? Heupel. He was the former quarterback and former Heisman winner. Where is he? Where is from he the 2004 Oklahoma. <laughs> he was the Missouri um, Tigers offensive coordinator. He just took the head job at UCF. Good luck. Yeah, and he's he's a lot of spread offense, big play type junk. So you're going to have nothing but fun, explosive things. Oh, and also Randy Shannon is the defensive coordinator at UCF. So you got Randy Shannon, formerly of University of Florida, formerly of um, uh, Miami. When he 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 was the defensive coordinator for those great teams with Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, and all those guys. Yeah, he's not the defensive coordinator at UCF. Oh, they're about to be lit. So this whole state of Florida, it's not going anywhere. You're gonna have kids from Miami go to Tallahassee, Tallahassee kids go to go to Miami and so forth. Um, uh, Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M, 
I don't know anybody would say no to that. He just got paid. He just got paid. Yeah, know? I saw that contract. Woo. Yeah, that contract is love, man. I would. Was it? It's ten years. Seventy-five mil. Seventy-five. Wow. I'm taking that too. Yeah. I'd roll up in the thing and say same thing he said. Howdy. <laughs> uh, Scott Frost left UCF and went back home to um, Nebraska, which it's a beautiful move for him. Anybody who's mad at Scott Frost for this is outside of their mind. If you had the opportunity to go back to your alma mater and resurrect it from the ground up, and yeah, I would I would do the same thing. I think there's a video out right now of some very it's a very dope footage, bro. Like it's after he has his whole press conference with the uh, staff and all the other people like that. He walks into a back room and sees his former teammates and old heads like cats who was before him football players of Nebraska, and they just start clapping them up, and, and he says, um, thank you guys. He said, I want to, pretty much I'm a paraphrase, I want to redo this, and I can't do it without you guys. You guys are going to have to go to help me out. And when I'm watching this, I got goosebumps because I believe, man, if there's a right person for a job, Scott Frost is the perfect person for this Nebraska job because now he's going to have all the Nebraska people behind him and don't be surprised if, if with a year or two, Nebraska is back to being a a big time program. I would love to see the triple option being brought back to Nebraska. He that was just the quarterback. Me. That was just me. He was the quarterback. I think he got two national championships too. If not He's two, got he, one de- he definitely got for one. Sure. He got one for when sure. they shared it with Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's college football coaching carousel. I'm trying to see if I remember anything else. Uh, Philip Fulmer is the new uh, AD at Tennessee, former um, football coach at Tennessee. Hall of Famer for Tennessee as well. Mm-hmm. Tennessee Hall of Famer. Um, <clears throat> I think he's... Is that all you have for coaching yeah, carousel? Yeah, all I have for coaching right. carousel. All right. So, we're going to move into the picks. Nope, not yet. Oh, picks gosh. for what? What? Picks wow. for what? Pick. Pick. We it's already did pick. a pick. Oh, for the for that game? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Before Shit. you even get to that. Shout out to the committee for getting what they wanted, though, with the Oklahoma, Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson in the four, and then being so sneaky, like Wisconsin and Miami was making us sweat so much, so now we're going to make them play each other. <laughs> it, it looked good. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. But um, I just wanted to take this time to do my uh, FAU minute. Oh, boom, boom. clap, clap, FAU. Um, after winning the conference USA, um, you know, Owls will be playing in the Boca Raton Bowl, um, which as a Proud alum, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I, I wanted to see us go against FSU, and I think we would have gave them some issues. As an Independence Bowl, I believe in Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport, we could have at least took like the Bahamas Bowl or something. Cause Bahamas. But if you feel like Boca Raton Bowl is where it's gonna be at, then I'm okay. What date is that? that? You know the the, the um, later the game is, I believe I was told the later December nineteenth. The later more the more money. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. I think it's the latest game for the for the for the conference the, game, the more money so and the more uh, I'm I'm prestige. just I'm just happy that we are ten and three and we're bowling. 
again. You're bowling. So I need a, I need to get another FAU t-shirt. I, I have one. Ooh. I might get another polo because, you know, that's, that's just swagging. All right. So. Let's do the pick, bro. All right. So after last week, I, uh, I won last week's picks. I went five and four. You guys went four and five. For the first time ever. Right, but I'm still like seven games behind B. <laughs> so B's still up front at um, 81 and 24. Nels is in second at 75 and 30, and I'm in third at 74 and 31. So I'm catching up to you, Nels. Whatever, bro. So we only have one game this week. It's the Army-Navy game. Ooh. I got Army. Who you guys got? Army is busting out those brand new white unis if you guys didn't see them join. Yeah. Army is the favorite. Army. Hey, listen. Army got a pair of running backs, and that quarterback is not bad. It's crazy how in those stats about a team like that, they run the dang option. They run into their business. They do. Like 45 rushes for 234 yards in one person. Army. Army. Army Army is really the better football team, to be honest with you. Army. All right, so that's the picks. Now, what we're going to do next week, we'll start doing picks of bowl games that are going to take place during the course of Mm -hmm. next week and stuff like that. So we won't do all the bowls. We'll do the bowls that are going to take place over the week and then, you know, so on and so forth. So don't hit us up with the bowls, please. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry. Bowl. Um, So moving right along to the NFL. uh, A lot of stuff. The L. I just wanted to say bowl. The... M A F A L A. The Niffle. Bless you. Thank you. Bull. All right. So. That's the voice recording. Let me give you guys the standings right now, the current playoff standings. In the AFC, we have the Steelers at one, Patriots at two, Titans still at three. The Chiefs are at four. Now, this is interesting because there's actually a three-way tie with the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Raiders for first place in the AFC West. We have the tiebreaker. We have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. The Chiefs have the tiebreaker over the Chargers, and the Chargers have the tiebreaker over us. The Chiefs currently still have the top spot because of their win against the Patriots. Just so we're clear. Okay. Strength of schedule. Yeah. Shreveport. So. So Chiefs are at four, Jaguars are at five, and Ravens are at six. Jags fell that far? They're only switch play. Well, they they have the same. They're tied with the Titans right now, but Titans have the tiebreaker from earlier in the oh. season. They don't play each other again until week seventeen. So We're gonna we have might have to wait till then to see what really happens. Who's going to play hard? And who's right. Not? Um, now the Chargers, Raiders, and Bills are all at six and six, and they're right there, um, knocking on the door. Um, in the NFC, the Vikings have overtook the first seed in the NFC. Over Philly? Mm-hmm. Now, what's really interesting about this, if the Vikings hold on to the number one spot, they could potentially have home field advantage throughout and be the first team to play a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Oh, word. Wow. That would be cool. Just because you said that, you know you jinxed them? I know. But that would be cool, though. And, like, low-key, like, I... Would kind of be rooting for that. Loki's boys, kind of, brother, that'd, bro. That'd be dope. Uh, so Vikings at one, Eagles at two, Rams at three, Saints at four, Seahawks jumped up to five. Shout out to the Seahawks and the and the Panthers went down one spot to six. Who? Panthers. Now we have Atlanta, Detroit, Green Bay, and Dallas 
in the hunt still. I was happy you called our name, good, because I did not want to hear like we're gonna have yeah. a high pick. Um, now this week, uh, we have three different clinch scenarios. Uh, New England can clinch the AFC East with a win against Miami or um, a Buffalo loss to Indy. I'm it beat going, Miami. I'm going to that game. Oh, nice. Let us know how it is, man. I will. Um, the Eagles. Yeah, that's Monday. a Monday night football game. Uh, the Eagles can clinch the NFC East with a win against the Rams or a Dallas loss to the Giants. And the Vikings can clinch the NFC North with a win against the Panthers or a Lions loss to Tampa Bay and a Green Bay loss to the Browns. So many scenarios. Yeah. So those are the three teams that can clinch this week. Officially eliminated from the playoffs, Cleveland, Chicago, San Fran, and New York. Giants. Okay. Um, So that's kind of where everybody's standing right now. Um, So to start things off, we're going to talk about this Steelers-Bengals game. Uh, first and foremost, prayers go out to Ryan Shazier um, and his family. Uh, for those who didn't watch the game, he hurt. He got hurt in the first quarter uh, tackling one of the wide receivers for the Bengals. Um, he hit him awkwardly, and he has he wasn't able to move his legs at all. Um, really, up until this morning. Uh, the doctors are saying he doesn't have to have surgery, but you know the next 24 to 48 hours are going to be really telling to see what's happening with this injury. It was said that he suffered a spinal concussion. Con- contusion. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's like his body got crushed. Exactly. Yeah. It did the organ. So, you know, it's it's a very scary injury, and, you know, so our, our thoughts Accordion. are... Accordion. Our thoughts go out to him and his family, and hopefully, you know, speedy recovery in that yeah. regard. Yeah, shout out to Rain's the Florida up. kid. Yeah. Because he's, he's a baller, too, man. That's the heart of their defense. Um, that game was a violent game. <laughs> if there was one word to sum it up, it's violent. Um, those teams, you can tell when they play each other, genuinely hate each other. They do not like each other at all. Yeah. Um, They've been the two most consistent teams, too. Their rosters have, gener- have, have generally yeah. stayed the same for the most part. Pretty much. Um, along with... Shazier being carted off and hurt. Uh, Vontez Burfick was also carted off with a concussion um, after being hit by Juju Smith-Schuster. Perfect. <laughs> uh, he took a he took a really hard block and um, that's your favorite name, Juju. Juju. Uh, it was a whammy of a block. And uh, Juju got flagged twice because after he hit him, he stood over him and Which- taunted him. I seen the clip. It seemed like a really good block to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I think honestly, I think had he not been standing over him, they may not have called that. You know, as many times as refs call flags on defensive guys, I felt like that one. You gotta let that one ride out. Yeah. Come on, bro. He's just in the moment. You know what I'm saying? And he hit a yeah. bully. It's like when you hit the bully, and you're like, heck yeah. The yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like I was like, damn. Yeah. I know Hans Ward was. He's somewhere watching that game. Like. Hell, because to be yeah. honest, I'm me personally. I'm not a fan of Vontez Burfict. I think he is a dirty player. Um, I, yes, he is talented, but much like Nadamakan Sue, he has shown himself to be a dirty player. Now yeah, Sue, now Sue has gotten his stuff together recently. I mean, every now and then he'll still do something that's that's questionable, but like it's not one of those things where it's like, dude, come on, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Where he was getting hundred thousand dollar fines, you know, game after game for 
blatant stuff. If if you would just admit that he's a dirty player, I'd be fine. He, yeah. He tries to act like he's not, and he's like, he's one of those, like, he'll punch you in your throat, nobody looks, and he'll be like, what? What are right. you? Right. What? So, I mean, so he got carted off uh, based on that hit, I guess, and the taunting, whatever. Juju is suspended a game, uh, so he's out this week. Um, also, on that same drive... Antonio Brown caught the game-tying touchdown, and he got hit with a helmet-to-helmet by the DB for the Bengals, George uh, Ioka, and uh, Ioka is suspended also a game for that hit because mm. uh, was they they called that a blatant helmet-to-helmet, so he's he's out. Um, you know when they talked to Ben Roethlisberger after the game, they asked him you know what he thought about the violence and everything like that, and he had a very simple answer. He said. That's AFC North football. Yeah, mm. uh, pretty much. I agree. Pretty much sums it up. But I mean, it was a good game. Uh, came down to the to the game winning field goal by the Steelers. Uh, but yeah, just really violent. Did you guys have any takeaways from that? No, no. Mm-mm. As far as far as that game was concerned, I figured that it it shockingly had a playoff playoff atmosphere. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I mean. It didn't have no hype, but I'm sure like it got hyped up. I know I definitely started watching it because of social media reactions. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, and also after the game in the locker room, uh, when they were interviewing Juju, he was attempting to apologize for the hit, and um, karma. Yeah, Antonio Brown was very, very clearly heard in the background yelling, "That's karma! That's karma!" They. He and Vontez do not like each other, um, stemming from last Ooh. year when Vontez put a dirty hit on him and, and knocked A.B. out. So Don't worry, I got AB, straight cash for that. A.B. felt vindicated. So To correct myself, George Ioka is from Boise State. Okay. Yeah. The, he was the big safety. I believe he was number 27 at Boise. Yeah. So staying in the lane of suspensions... Um, Rob Gronkowski. Oh my goodness, this dude here. Now I saw that clip, and you know, I honestly, I'm, boy, I'm boycotting NFL. And I, I saw the clip. I don't have, or I haven't had any issues with Gronkowski, in general, um, with the exception of of this hit. Um, it's it really isn't like him in his character that I've seen. I mean, I've seen him get frustrated before, but um, this was a blatant, dirty hit. He went forearm or shoulder whatever directly into the back of the db's head while he was already laying on the ground which concussed him plus plus his weight yeah plus his weight like he he really he honestly he, could have broken a, his he neck put a number on him. Yeah. Trey, trey white from lsu that's yeah. who it was yeah, yeah, yeah he, should been, he should have been suspended for the rest of the season yeah he he got a one game suspension which he appealed and was denied that's wild yeah, yeah why would you appeal that after you this that's, is it's ridiculous stupid. Um, Come on, Gronk. But yeah, that was definitely a dirty hit, and it's one thing if it happens in a play and in like the, if it's in between the whistles. I yeah, think but, but man, but when down. you're doing something where you could seriously hurt somebody and potentially just because you're mad in their career, just because you're mad, that's crazy. Like that's wild to me. Um, I feel like you know what the NFL should do. What will help the these things these. Uh, uh, extreme extracurricular things instead of finding 
well, in a sense, keep finding. Here's, here's an idea. Now check this out. If Rob, since Rob Gronkowski did that to Trey White, out of Rob Gronkowski's money, out, out of Rob Gronkowski's money, should go to Trey White. The fine should come out of that and pay White. Oh, and Rob's losing a lot of money. Cause think, think about that on this well, game. Yeah, oh, because you know he can't. Yeah, he's losing about. Out. He's losing like two hundred fifty thousand. Who? And then he's, he's losing an incentive for five a five million dollar incentive. A five million dollar like incentive. Well, it's he's less likely to get that incentive now because he's gonna have to work harder to make up the stats or whatever it comes oh, with it's the incentive. It's a stat quota. Yeah, he has incentives. Yeah, on his contract, so he could potentially be missing out on five mil because five of it. M's. So, yeah, that is tough, bro. Well, Grunt, guess you would have thought about that next time, fam. Seriously. Um, I was happy to see the Cowboys offense finally get going mm-hmm. on Thursday Night Football. Heard I know it. I'm sure you were, too. Heard about it. <laughs> they actually played pretty well. So, I mean, hopefully they can get things rolling. Um, Heard about it because they actually started saying, you know what? Let's run Alfred F.A.U. Morris. Morris. Yeah. And he did his whole, you know, the... The batting, he snapped the batting run, home run. Yeah, thing. he had a, he had a really good. It's game. probably that's probably was gonna get him on another team. Quick, yeah. quick, hey, quick question: Is that celebration in Madden? Yes. The Alfred Morris scores. He does it. Yes. That's does he? Great. Yeah, the the throwing up and then the the never you think it's been it's been on huh. there for two years. That's great. Hey, I never I've never played a game with him. Shouts out to Madden, man. Two times my boy John Madden. Shouts out to Madden and the people at EA Sports. E. Hey, they cut the check, bro. Sports. Did they cut you? Did they cut you the check on the? I'm level? just saying a shout out for having that touchdown celebration okay. in there. Okay, just making sure. Do do me a favor, bring back NCAA though. <laughs> um, so the Raiders beat the Giants, which uh, then sparked the Giants to fire head coach Ben McAdoo. Ben, I have a do. Which we kind of addressed earlier in the podcast. Um, they also fired their GM. Uh, I forget his first name. His last name's Reese. Uh, but yeah, so they cleaned house and, um, everything must go. Yeah. Eli's going to be starting this week. Yeah. Every, Eli's going to be starting this week. Do you guys have any coach that you think should take that job? Herm Edwards just took the Arizona state job. I forgot about that. He would have been good for it. I think Josh McDaniels. Offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Oh, if there's a position that he would take because those receivers. Yeah, Josh. You take that one. And potentially getting a new quarterback next year because you're going to have the, you like pick the third you, pick in the draft. You pick who you want. Yeah, Josh. That's the one that you want. That could be a sweet gig. That's the one you want. Arguably right the there. best receiver in the NFL, athletically. That's the one you want right there. That's, yeah. the, that's the gig. That might be the sweetest head coaching position open. Outside of the quarterback, they'd have to, he would have to do this. Get a running back because the New York Giants haven't really put – Anything they haven't had no serious ground attack since, since for Tiki. like four or five years. Since Tiki. It, and it's crazy because when Tiki was there, they put everything on Tiki's back. And then they said, you know what? After Tiki retires, we're going to throw the ball. We don't care. Right. Eli, go. We don't care. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo had his first start. Played a good game. Did they win? They, no. Oh. oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, they did win. Oh. However, um, he didn't throw any touchdowns. He threw one interception, but he had a good game. He has no weapons. They need weapons. Yeah. They need to give him weapons. He played a really good game for having nobody to throw the ball to. 
49ers need to do go back to that old um, formula that which they had before when they had Vernon Davis at tight tight end. Who could yeah. tight end who could play ball? Yeah, they need they need somebody because and then stick guys around them. But yeah, they'll get there. But he looked good. Um, so I'm just going through some quick hits Ooh. real quick. Aaron Rodgers is slated to be coming back week 15. So that would be next week. I hate that guy. He's already back in practice. He's throwing Hail Marys in practice. What was 65 yards. Broken collarbone in his throwing arm. So I don't like Aaron Rodgers because it makes it very hard for my Cowboys to win. So what's very interesting, what's very interesting is if Brett Huntley wins this game this week against the Browns, which is very possible, Aaron Rodgers comes back next week. The Browns are still in playoff hunt. I mean, the Packers are still in playoff hunt. I was Sorry. about to say. My bad, my bad. No. Josh my Gordon. fault. That's my fault. No. The Packers are still in playoff Flash. hunt. They're, they're right there. So if they get a little help from a couple other teams, they could be on the comeback track. That's true. Um, it's capping almost. Yeah. Let's see here. I also got, since Deshaun Watson's hurt and Kareem Hunt has fallen off, uh, Alvin Kamara from the Saints is looking more and more like he's the front runner for Rookie of the Year. Um, it seems like every week they're limiting Mark Ingram, um, his snaps. It's almost like the Saints never liked him. They drafted him and never liked him. Who, Ingram? Ingram, because it's like, we're going to draft you, and then we're going to go in free agency and grab three other running backs. They, they put him in when it's necessary. Yeah. He, yeah. Does, he does very particular things, very particular. Three, three yards and in. Give yeah. it to Ingram. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you want a guy who's going to cut it out to the outside and, you know, make funny, stuff happen. happen. Funny thing about him is that I always thought he was going to be like an Emmitt Smith because his build is Emmitt, mm-hmm. but he's not Emmitt at all. Right. He won the Heisman, for goodness sake. Like, I didn't understand that. Ingram won the Heisman. But then you got to see the following the, the next year that uh, it catch, wasn't Ingram, it was the system. Can he catch out the backfield? No, that's not his thing. But no, you, yeah. but so you, you got one guy who Kamara can. can. Yeah, you got a guy who, <laughs> Kamara sure can. You got a guy who just runs the ball. <laughs> but did you hear what I said? He won the Heisman and they thought it was Ingram. That's why he won the Heisman. They found out the next year it wasn't him, it was the system. Because Trent Richardson was the next guy in line. And he did great. Ooh, so actually it might be between Kamara and Fournette. Leonard. Oh, you gotta give it. I forgot about Fournette. I gotta give it to Leonard. Fournette's been balling. Yeah. Oh. Give it to Lindog. (laughs) Russell Wilson balled out against the Eagles. Um, It beat him, right? Yeah, I don't have too much to say. It just but watching Russell Wilson like he makes magic happen. He, he literally does everything for that offense. He's the offense. It's insane. Because who's the running back? It's insane. And the college just left, so really just McKissick. They need they need to please give him an offensive line over this offseason. <laughs> like well, just give him give him a running back. It loses. Oh my it gosh, say something. They need to give him something. But like Shaq Barkley, he leads the team in rushing. He leads the team in like I'm surprised he doesn't lead the team in receiving yards too. That's a perfect place for Shaq Barkley right there. Yeah, five eleven two thirty. Right eat. there in Seattle. I like it. I like it. Um, and then the last. Thing I I really wanted to talk about, and Nels, I'll need your opinion on this. No. Um, 
as some of these double standards in the NFL. Um, Odell no. Beckham Jr. No. Uh-huh. tweeted out because on Sunday, B, I don't, I don't know if you saw, Tom Brady yelled at his offensive coordinator on the sideline. I heard about it. Um, after It was after he threw a pick or something. I got the ESPN alert. Yeah, he went on and he started yelling at the offensive coordinator, going off on him and stuff like that. Now, everybody was like, oh, that's his leadership. You know, that's his... His his hunger for the game and his his drive and stuff like that. Odell Beckham tweeted out, you know that's funny because if it's me doing that or somebody else, we're babies. You got to grow up. Yeah, we're, camp, yeah, we're, Which we're is kind very, of we're divas, very that, whatever. So Nels, you know that's that's your team. How do you how I do agree. you feel about it? Which is very very true. Tom Brady can't be held on that pedestal to where he can yell at his coordinator. And it's all good in the hood because he's passionate about whatever the whatever the heck he's got going on. I feel like he's not going to be the first quarterback to yell at a coach, and he's not going to be the last to yell at anybody. I feel like any player that's passionate, that's what they're going to do. The reason why I understand that is because I'm a passionate person, and I can see myself yelling at a coach or whatever, especially if I feel something is correct from my perspective. Um, if Tom Brady can do it, if Aaron Rodgers can do it, so can the rest of the players in the league. It should be no Period. problem. It should yeah. be no wallow in Odell's, Odell's tantrums didn't bother anybody. It's not a tantrum. It's, it's I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm going with what the media say. I'm going with you. You understand? And I think that's foolish. It doesn't have to be a tantrum. He could have just snapped. He's, he's getting his aggression out. So when he goes back out there on the field again, he's composed. And you're going to say that this man needs attention. He needs this. He needs that. I don't think that's what attention-hungry people do. Because remember... For a long time, Des Bryant was Odell. Right. And, and then now they changed it for Des and say he's passionate. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, F, those, F who you play for, F your boss, F the whole prestige, F the, whole, the Hall of Fame career, all of that. That's foolishness. Yeah, that's nuts. That's foolishness. Like, the NFL, to me, it, they bother me and the commentators bother me a lot because how they sway things like that. Yeah. It's okay for time to do it, but if another player do it, or oh, God forbid... Whatever like that. And I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the whole Hall of Fame thing. Now they're taking into context off the field mm-hmm. issues when you're trying to get inducted to the Hall of they're Fame. They're doing that because of T.O. Like, it is, it is about your numbers because yeah, they're trying to discount. They're, they're going to just justify not putting him in. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to discount his numbers. You can't discount He's undeniable. <laughs> yeah, someone who's top three. He has the second best numbers after Jerry Rice. If you're going to check their off-the-field issues, every Hall of Famer in the NFL that's had off-the-field issues, you need to recheck them and recant their Hall of Fame membership if yep. necessary. O.J. Simpson still has his bust in the NFL Hall of Fame. Didn't they go and he t- killed somebody if I, if I, last time I they, checked. They shouldn't be. Then Ray Lewis needs to be up out of here, too. Well, because, yeah, he's been convicted of murder. just didn't get proven. I'm pretty sure. And I... Man, I, there's a whole bunch of people we could we could keep going down name yeah, for name. There's a ton. A lot there of guys who, who had a lot of issues, but all of a sudden they're Hall of Fame guys. Like mm-hmm. for for the fact that T.O. was not a fir- wasn't the first ballot Hall of Fame didn't make any sense to me. Um, Randy Moss should be definitely a first team uh, first ballot guy for me because you redefine the game. You know, to me, well, how I redefine the game, they quote you. Oh, you got Moss. They'll, they'll give it to Moss now that he's good. He's good with the NFL and stuff. And because he, and he, he works has for a, the media. Exactly. Exactly. It, it, it's how you clean up your act. Mm-hmm. You work. For, you work for them now. Yeah. You clean up your act is hey, come work for us. That's yeah. it. You That's work, it. You work for us. 
We're gonna get you a first team, a first ballot guy. We'll give you your own segment. You go right in there. That's crazy. We'll give you, you got must, and come on, man. Because, yeah, good. Because you just named, you just gave me somebody else's name that was he had a bad rap too, Chris Carter. Yep. He had his issues off, but Chris Carter got in. And then Chris Carter had quite a few off the field incidents. Yeah, and then then if you think about it, Michael Irvin did too. She has his own. Yeah, he's he's if wild. You, if you think about it, there's some guys who are Hall of Famers, first ballot guys who have no business being first ballot guys. His numbers ain't good enough to be first ballot, so why is he in first ballot? Yeah. Who do you know? It's political at that point. So to leave T.O. where he's top three in receiving, what, touchdowns, yards, and catches? What? Behind Je the great Jerry Rice? <laughs> How dare you? Oh, yeah. it's a per personal vendetta. Like, you guys really don't like T.O. Y'all sound crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it all makes sense. The reason why I want down that the, way. the reason why I want Randy Moss to make it because Randy Moss redefined not just redefined the position for me. He also took his pants down when it comes to uh, the authority that was the NFL. Oh yeah, the dude blurted it out and said, "I play when I want." Mm -hmm. And then when he played, you you can see Randy Moss when he's playing and he wants to play. Would you say he's like the Allen Iverson of the NFL? Yes, I could say mm -hmm. that. You can say that. Listen. He had five catches on Dallas in the Thanksgiving game. yards. And three right. and three touchdowns. Five catches. That's lit. One seventy three touchdowns. Bang. Bang. This is year in and year yeah. out every time he gets to play Dallas on Thanksgiving while he was in Minnesota. Because y'all boys didn't pick him up and Jerry Jones had him all on he the high He flew machine. him in. He flew him Jerry Jones flew him in to talk to him. He had prime time talk to him. Jerry Jones, you messed that up. They'll, they'll go three Super Bowls right there. We could have got Randy Dandy. You messed it up. And then he took he went to Oakland, the black when Oakland was the black hole. And he took some years off. But mind you, his first two years there, he ate. Then he got hurt. Yeah. Then he really chilled. Then he came back. It's like he was Undertaker. He resurrected himself Dang, and went to do it. So the Raiders had Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Tim Brown. Hey. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then he resurrected. Porter. He resurrected mm -hmm. himself. Yeah, his first name of Porter was nice, too. Yeah. Jerry Porter. Yeah, Porter was yeah. nice. West Virginia, big boy. So he went to New England, and he smashed records. He smashed that touchdown record. Did you know in that same season, T.O. was balling, too? T.O. had 15 touchdowns? Yeah, they just it got overshadowed. by Randy Moss. Yeah. 15. Yeah. T.O., I, I totally forgot about this. T.O. broke his leg, came back, and played in the Super Bowl. His, his ankle, yeah. Broke his ankle. That was yeah. That was when was they the lost best the Patriots. eagle out on the field. So, but he's not a first ballot guy. The, and they may have won that game had he been a hundred percent easily. Mm -hmm. But he's not a first ballot guy. Yeah. No, you're right. You're Come right. Come on, man. I think he's definitely first ballot. There's no arguing about it. The dude was pre pretty pretty much unstoppable in Philly. Donovan, give him the ball. And then when he got to Dallas, it was really a show then. Remember his last couple of years at 49ers, he was the man there. These, but that's when NFL, once again, I'm going back to my statement. It's not for us, it's for our granddads. I just think there's just some elements that they're not ready to let go right now. And that's for and, our granddads. And, and I just don't like how the rules are being twisted. Not just because of the obvious. I think you just don't change the rules. You can't just add the rules to something like the Hall of Fame. Like, hey, 
All these guys who came before you have been doing 60 years of the same stuff. We're going to change it now, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to change it now. We're going to do something different. Just stick around. Come on, man. That's mm-hmm. foolish. Just wait around. You want this coat? That's foolish. Dance for me. That's foolish. Do a dance I ain't never seen before. Yeah, <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're going to move right into the picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I won last week for the NFL as well. I won 11-5. and five. You guys went 10-6. and six. True. I had a winning record. I made it. I made the playoffs ten to six. <laughs> so that brings the overall True. totals. Nels, you're still up front for now, at one sixteen and sixty one. True. I'm in second at one thirteen and sixty four, and B's in third at one hundred seven and seventy. I just uh, cracked that hundred. Thank there you. you. Go. All right, we got some really good games this week, guys. Uh, so we started off Thursday night football. We got the nine and three Saints at the seven and five Falcons. Ooh. Falcons. I'm gonna roll with the Saints. Saints. I'm gonna go with my. I'm gonna go with the Falcons because the second best was well, second. The runner-up to the NFL MVP is gonna ball out. Okay. Julio. Uh, the six and six Raiders at the six and six Chiefs. It's at Arrowhead. Tough. It's gonna be a tough. But you guys don't got Clay, uh, Crabtree. Crabtree's back. We don't know for sure if Cooper's back yet. Oh. The thing is, the Chiefs have been so... They've been on a downward spiral, but they played well this week against the Jets. Is Peter suspended for the flag incident? No. He just got ejected. No. He didn't even get ejected. He left the game and then came back out. He just walked out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to obviously go with the Raiders, but whatever you guys want to do. Kansas City. Okay. Without Cooper, I don't know if you guys have enough. I'm going to go KC. Okay. That's fair. Um, the 3-9 and nine Colts at the 6-6 six and six Bills. 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 Buffalo in December. Is it Peterman at quarterback? Oh, it is Peterman at quarterback. Oh, Never let mind. Ch- let me change it. Never now. mind, I'm yeah, because Tyrod got carted off last week. I am changing my Yeah, pick. I'm going Colts. Colts. Nels, you going Colts or are you sticking with Bills? Yeah, let's go Colts, man. All right. Yeah, I completely... Good. I'm glad you said that because I completely forgot... Um, it probably was like yes on the sideline too. Right. So the ten and two Vikings at the eight and four Panthers. Ooh, that's another good one. I'm rolling with the Vikings though. Yeah, they're, with the Vikings on this. They're one. moving. Nels. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, don't get mad at me. It's the greatest. Um. Let's go with the uh, Winnipeg Jets for 500. Oh, Vikings. He's making up teams okay. again. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's a real team. What is that, Canadian? Canadian football league. The 3-9 and nine Bears at the 5-7 and seven Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals. You should know how I feel about this. <laughs> He's going with the Bears. Personal vendettas here. Ooh. I, I don't will, know. I will not pick Andy Dalton. Bengals played well against Pittsburgh. I I think I'm going to go for a good pair of Levi jeans. Um, you was about to write. <laughs> Listen, boot what, cut. What the French toast? Make sure they're boot cut. <laughs> hey, you was about to write. He was. You were ready to write. Bengals. He was about to write. B. B. He was about to write. B. Come on, Teddy Roosevelt. 
Roosevelt. Listen, bro, Tato Chip, I'm here. Listen, Broman Reigns. Hey, Protein Shake. I'm here. Hey, Bill Bromanowski. Ooh. Breath Rollins. You know, you snap. I this, saw a really good one. The 6-6 six and six Packers at the 0-12 Browns. Browns. Okay. Browns Packers. Their, at the Browns? Yep. Cleveland rocks with their first win of the year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. I'm, I'm here. Going, I'm going Green Bay. Um, yeah, I'm going Green Bay. Cleveland get their first win, and it's going to be a freaking drunk ceremony. Oh, my there. goodness. The All dog right. pound is lit. The 2-10 49ers at the 4-8 and eight Texans. I'm 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 gonna holler at my boy Jimmy real quick. Let's get this 49ers. I was gonna say that Jimmy G. Jimmy yeah, G. I'm rolling with 49ers too. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, Garoppolo. The six and six Lions at the four and eight Bucks. Lions. Is Jameis back? Jameis is back. Matthew Stafford hurt his hand. Thorn. Yes, but it looks like it's only a bruised hand. So he should be good to play. Well, the that's crazy, Romeo know. and Juliet. Uh, that's the one I saw. Romeo? Like, uh, so, Romeo and Juliet. So who are you yeah. going with me? Lions. No? Who are the Lions playing again? Bucks. Let's do the uh, Lions. I was about to say, you took forever on the Lions game last week, too. I know, because I like the Lions. It's just they be letting me down. I'm going, with the, I'm going with the Bucks. Put them up. Put them up. Um... The six and six Cowboys at the two and ten Giants. Uh, Giants are all but imploded, so I'm Cowboys. going with the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yay! Thank you, fellas. No problem. Um, the eight and four Titans at the five and seven Cardinals. Titans. 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 The five and seven Jets at the three and nine Broncos. Jets. 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 J e t s. Better than the Broncos. Um, the five and seven Redskins at the six and six Chargers. 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 Personal vendetta, guys. I think this is going to be the game that the Chargers start to fall off. They've had like three solid wins in a row. I think they're going to lay a negative. They're going to beat Noodle Arm Kirk Cousin. Anyways. The eight and four Seahawks at the eight and four Jaguars. This is going to be a good game. That's a good game. I'm going. I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going Jacksonville at home. I'm going Jacksonville because I hope to see that they could get, they could minimize. Uh, the they won't make. Game. They won't make the mistakes that that Eagles did on defense. Control the air against Seattle, and you control the game because Seattle doesn't have a run again. Because and, and the thing is too on defense, the Eagles set, kept sending an all out blitz. You send an all out blitz against Russell Wilson. He'll find the, He's, he's going to find a spot to yeah. throw that ball. And they don't need to do that in Jacksonville. Uh-uh. They got four very capable. Khalil Campbell has 12 and a half sacks. He sure does. Not the Seahawks. So you're going, you're going with the Jaguars? Rolling with the Jags. Khalil Campbell right. to Miami. You. The 10 and 2 Eagles at the 9 and 3 Rams. Jared Goff versus Carson Wentz. I'm going. Damn. It's That's like that saying who has the better defense. Yeah. Eagles took a loss, but this night they'll bounce back. So you're going with the Eagles. Agalas. Since um what's the what since uh my man is over here selling out the NFL, I'm going with the Rams. Okay. Who's selling out the NFL? Yeah, well he sold out the NFL the, the NFL PA, the player. I'm Higgins. going I'm going with the Eagles yeah. as well. 
Um, the seven and five Ravens at the ten and two Steelers on Sunday Night Football. Steelers Ooh. on Sunday night. Steelers, man, they they've been doing it prime time. Yeah, I'm gonna go Steelers as well. Patriots. And then Patriots. Monday Night Football. Patriots. We got the ten Patriots. and two Patriots. Pats. Patriots. Pats. At the five and seven Dolphins. Patriots. Pats. Patriots. Patriots. Pats. <laughs> Going Patriots, Patriots Pats. as well. Patriots. Pats. Patriots. Patriots. Dolphins fan. Dolphins fans, stand up for this loss. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, man. All right. So those are the picks. I am done. Nels, whatever you got. Balls. Um, that's <laughs> good. He's got balls. Um, His balls are recording. That is sports that's recording. That's what I said. You said sports recording. Yeah, just leave it at a recording, bro. Yeah. Balls are recording. And then I'm just going to literally just record my balls. It's going to sound like this. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> anyway. Um, in the NBA, the National Balls Association. That is, it is the National Balls Association. You're dang right. Um, is there anything, I mean, major? I mean, I told you guys already, like, things will not pick up until the All-Star break. Hey, untucked mask, Kyrie. Oh, that dude is lethal. Listen, he's a monster. Kyrie They, they, they need Irving, to break his face more. Kyrie Irving to the Celtics was probably the greatest basketball move in a long time. Now, well, here's what I'm going to say that's been interesting. I don't know if you guys remember, but two weeks ago, I remember telling you that Cleveland was number nine at seven and seven. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, well, two and a half weeks later, three weeks later, dang near, um, Cleveland is on a 10-game winning streak. And Well, I'm lying. They were on a 12-game winning streak because they did win two prior to and are now 17 and seven. Who beat them? Celtics. And, they've, and they moved up to, to Number work. two. Behind the Celtics. Celtics. So in the East, you've got number one, Boston. Number two, Cleveland. Number three, Toronto. Number four, Detroit. Number five, Philadelphia. If that was actually to be a playoff series, Detroit versus Philadelphia would be very entertaining. Number six, Milwaukee. Number seven, Indiana. And number eight, Washington. And you've got New York and Miami literally on the outside looking in at 11 and 12. I'm looking for my boy. Well, Mar- they're number nine and number 10, but they're 11 wins, 12 losses. I'm looking for my boy Markel Folks to really get into a groove in Philly. Number one in the West, the Houston Rockets. Yep. Number two, Golden State Warriors. Number three, San Antonio. Number four, Portland. Number five, Denver. Number six, Minnesota. Number seven, number seven, Utah. Number eight, New Orleans. Oklahoma City has been figuring it out. They've gone five and five over the last ten games. Melo be giving people L's, bro. Melo was on the Knicks. L's. Now, where are the Knicks right now? The Knicks are What's their record? eleven and twelve. Same record that Oklahoma City has. Hey. They're right there about almost 500, man. They're on the outside looking in, and they're the only ones. We can already see Clippers, Lakers, Grizzlies, Suns, Sacramento, Dallas. They're they're probably not going to get in. Steph Curry's out Chicago, right Atlanta, now because Brooklyn. of his ankle. The ankle looked horrible. Hey, man. but listen. Listen. This gives my boy Clay time to reassert himself as a top dog. He's going to use it and leverage it into a contract. Yeah. He should, which he should, and it well, and then it gives the uh, the bench more playing time, 
it's just gearing it, it this quote unquote injury is just gearing Golden State to really make another playoff push to get to the finals and win it again. Because with Steph sitting, the bench is gonna have to play. And good luck to those teams that lose to those to the bench Celtics, which is not really a bad team. Truths. So Another thing I wanted to make a mention to earlier this week, um, there was a draw made for World Cup for the World Cup 2018 that's in Russia next year. Russia. And um, for the first time since 19, I believe 1986 or I 1990, the United States did not qualify for the World Cup. What was it? Did Moscow? Well, this one is going to be all over Russia. It's not just in Rome. In Moscow, it's going to be different oh, cities. Oh, it's in Nova Russia. But, um, you know, the, the the groups have been decided. And um, it's going to be definitely an exciting one, for sure. Because, you know, they're pretty even in a lot of the groups that you have. Because they what they do is they split four groups. And eight groups. So, four teams, eight groups. 32 teams, and then they go to a round of 16, quarterfinals, semifinals, World Cup final, whatever. Um, I will be going more into that the closer we get. Um, I think that is it for me in the world of sports today. Done. All right. Finished. Finito. Fin. Fin. That was wrap us up. Bro, I don't freaking... God! Tell them where they can email us at, bro. Balls Sports Podcast at gmail.com. And Twitter. Balls underscore podcast. And Instagram. Balls underscore sports. And tell them where underscore they could, podcast. And tell them where they could give us them stars at. Apple Podcasts. Ball Sports Podcast. Give us five stars and leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe. That's it, man. I mean, I and think we're tell your mama. Watch out for them kids. Oh, my new ball. That's late. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. This is probably the part where, like, the music starts coming on, but we're still talking. No, it's that doom, 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 Drop the song right here. Alright, cool. We out. Get off. Get on the screen, you little scalawags.